Hey, Matt. How's it going today? I'm good. Is this Jeremy? It is. Good to hear from you, buddy. How's it going? It's going very well. How about yourself? Oh, man, I cannot complain today. I don't know where you're calling from. I'm in London right now where we're just about to hit 20 degrees on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, man, you definitely can't complain. Yeah, we're (laughs) in Calgary. It's not quite that warm yet, but we're getting there. What's St. Patrick's Day like in Calgary? Do people go all out down there? Oh, you bet. I don't know what it's like this year. I'm not going out myself. I'm stuck in the studio. You know how that is. I do. Um, But, yeah, um, as far as I know, it gets pretty crazy around here for sure. Is there a big student population in Calgary? I know in London we've got a lot of students. I was just playing a bit on the air like two minutes ago uh, playing the party across the street that started at 9 a.m. Yeah, you bet. So there is a big university population here for sure, the U of C. Got it. I'll bet you they love seeing yeah. you at the bar uh, come Friday, Saturday night. Get some honky-tonk tunes out there. Have some fun. Oh, absolutely. We like to keep it 90s. You know how it is. <laughs> I really do. I absolutely do. Uh, so, again, thanks for uh, chatting with us here today. I very much appreciate it. I know we haven't really had the chance uh, to meet or bring you on the show before. Uh, from what I've read, though, you're an East Coast, uh, East Coast transplant that's now in Alberta. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So, yeah, I, I started my life out in PEI. Uh, I was born in a little town called North Wiltshire, about population of 50 people, maybe. And, uh, yeah, I moved out to Calgary um, pretty young, but I kind of went back and forth between Alberta and PEI. And then I made the move to Alberta when I was 19. And, uh, yeah, I've been playing the bar scene and the casinos ever since and kind of building uh my community with the music out here and then got into recording and now here we are fantastic it sounds like the move worked out for you because uh as fans are gonna find out here on the show uh you're an association of country music alberta award nominee for male artist fan choice it seems like it worked out that move for you absolutely it did absolutely now what's it uh like being in Calgary as a country artist, does it feel like you're one of a million? Like, I, I, don't, I don't know the scene very much. Well, you know, there is a lot of competition out here for sure, and there's a lot of really good competition at that. Um, and, I mean, we're kind of, I like to call it like the Texas of Canada. Okay. That's kind of the way I look at it. I mean, we've got a lot of Western towns out here for sure. Um, but the, the market has kind of changed over the last couple of years with the COVID. Uh, we had a lot of shutdowns, a lot of bars closed their doors. So uh, it, it's a new territory right now, but it's coming back. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. And hey, I, I have to admit to doing some creeping today. Uh, I was on your Facebook page earlier. I saw a picture of you with Absolutely. the Cadillac 3, and I realized that you and I were going to be very good friends after that. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, Cadillac 3 has always been in my set list every night. No kidding, eh? What do you play? Like uh, something people would know like the South or do you dive in? I love uh what's what's the first one on uh, it was like two or three records ago, Boots, them Boots. Uh uh anyway, I love the Cadillac 3. <laughs> I'm just yeah, bad at song amazing. titles. Yeah, me too. They're amazing though. Now, would you consider them an influence? Like who who do you consider influences in 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 the game today for you? Well, I mean, that's a tough question to really answer because a lot of my influences are a lot earlier in the 90s and prior. Yeah. Um, so I like Mike Clay Walker, Tracy Lawrence, Garth Brooks, uh, Sammy Kershaw, Colin Ray, all those guys. Um, but then when it comes to current guys today, I'd have to say my biggest influence is Cody Johnson. 
not a bad choice to uh, to be following or taking influence from. That's for sure. The guy's uh, sitting at the top of our charts here right now. Well, I mean, hey, if you're endorsed by George Strait, you're doing something right. You got that right. And if you're if you've got a duet with Reba McIntyre, you're not fooling around either. <laughs> That's right. That's now, how much right. did your dad influence your musical talent? From what I've read, your dad was in a top forty band. Is that true? Yeah. So he actually he was in a band way prior to me coming along. Uh, but long story short, they had a band in the '90s called Dallas okay. out in PEI. They were booked pretty heavily, and. Um, when I was 11 years old, I sat down in the room and decided I was going to learn guitar. So I locked myself in the room for three days, and I came out knowing every song on my dad's set list, and I was pointing out mistakes that he was making. <laughs> so shortly after that, it transitioned to me being on the stage every weekend. And, um, yeah, that, that's kind of the name. It's Jeremy Dallas. That's the, uh, the tribute to my dad. I love that. I didn't realize that until you said the name Dallas for the band. And I went, oh, wait a second here. That's cool. Although, hey, you had some gumption as a kid. 11 years old, you're telling Pops he's making mistakes. You know he could ground you, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you you ended up playing with the old man's band and, 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 like, being on stage with them. That's impressive. Yes, sir. Yeah, we did that from, uh, well, the time I was about 11 and a half, maybe 12 up until around 19 when I moved to Alberta, and then I started touring out here. Now, they sell you as, a, as an up-and-coming country artist, but, man, you're more like a legacy artist to me. You've got history behind you. I do have a lot of history, for sure, but I realize that I'm still new to a lot of people as well. Yeah, that's fair. Well, it's great to meet you, and uh, great to uh, get a chance to introduce you to our audience here on the show. Uh, if fans are uh, following country music radio charts, and I'm sure they're not, but if they were... If they were, uh, they would notice you right between number 40 and 50 this week. And I got to say, going back through your social media, it's kind of cool to see that climb in social media in retrospect, right? Because, like, you celebrated 60, then you celebrated being in the 50s, and now that you're in the 40s, I bet you you and your camp are, are feeling pretty good right now. Oh, man. You know, this has gone way beyond what anyone expected, for sure. Now, tell me about the song. Tell me how uh, a guy like you comes to uh, end up with a song by Mr. Aaron Goodvin. There's there's a name that I wouldn't mind having <laughs> on a writing credit. Yeah, you bet. Well, me and Aaron have been friends for quite a while, and uh, he just happened to approach me uh, late August last year and said, hey, man, you know, I've got some room in my studio. Would you like to cut a single with me? And obviously, what did I do? I jumped on that right away. Yep. And uh, we went through a bunch of songs, and this song in particular, it just stuck with me. What about it stuck with you? I love the like the '90s feel to it and the honky tonk vibe. Absolutely. Um, the, the biggest thing to me is that country music is ever evolving, as we all know. Um, but I think what we're missing in in uh, a lot of country today is a lot of that 90s influence, and I'm trying to bring that back a little bit. Nothing wrong with that. I, I think a lot of people listening to those words would be nodding their head in agreement with you right now as well. I agree. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I well, agree. I mean, that's why you're doing it. But like now that you've released something like this and it is doing so well on the charts and it is getting noticed, do you get messages like that on social media? Like, thank you for bringing it back, or this is my favorite style. Like, what are you seeing on your end? Absolutely. The feedback has been incredible. Like what? Just people just gravitating toward it? They like the lyrics? They like the sound itself or all of the above? 
Um, I think it's a little bit of a mixture of everything. Uh, It's mainly the sound, but it's also the lyrics. Well, I don't uh, discount that because I certainly got hooked in the first time I heard it. The first time I heard it, I I definitely did in my head everything you're describing now. Like, hey, like, you know, you kind of turn your head when it hits the speakers because it doesn't sound like everything that's coming out now. It sounds much more traditional, but with that new type of spin. But then that's that's, that's actually got to be very difficult. Like, how do you put a spin on something that's been done so many times? It's tough. It's tough for sure. It's uh, it's a lot of creative activity in the studio, and uh, I got a lot of credit to give to Matt McClure on that one. Uh, he's pretty heavily involved in the producing end of this one. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I definitely got to give him credit for that as well as Aaron. He's a co-producer on this one as well. So. Fantastic. I love Aaron Goodwin. He's the only guy in the world that makes me feel tall. No, oh, he's amazing. <laughs> I think I'm one inch taller than him and I'll never let him forget it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're doing well, man. It sounds like you got the right team around you. It sounds like everything's kind of coming together at the right time. So the question that always comes up is, well, what's next? Are you sitting on a bunch of stuff that you're ready to put out? Are you going on a cross Canada tour to say hello to everybody? What's the plan? I'm glad you asked. Uh, we actually just got out of the studio. We just cut another track. And uh, this one is amazing as well. Okay. Same kind of <laughs> I vibe. Yeah. I can't wait for this one to hit. It's the same kind of vibe as well. And uh, it tells a story. Good. Because that's what country music sometimes is lacking nowadays, too, is that is that honest through and through from the beginning to the end story. And and I love to see it and hear it again. So good, keep up the good work, man. Absolutely. Thank you very much. 911. 911. What's your emergency? Ah, I'm on a cruise ship. Ah, there was an explosion. Oh, my God. The ship is sinking. I can't get out. There's water everywhere. We're going down. I've got a lock on your location. Stay with me. Hello? Are you there? Help is on the way. Angela Bassett and Peter Krause return in an all-new season of 911 on a new night. Thursday, March 14th on Global. Stream on Stack TV.